0: The start of a new month and the start of a new episode of P H O Y Philly's podcast as we've been talking off season, giving out grades. Welcome in, guys. Happy to have you here. Sorry for the delay. Technology just doesn't want us to be great and has been impacting us. But nonetheless, we're ready to get this show on the road. Renee Washington, Jamie Lynch, Tyler Zuli, and special guests with us in studio today. We've got Phil Knappen of Filthy in Philly, who does a tremendous job covering all things Philly sports. Phil, pleasure to have you here on the show with us.
1: Oh, it's been. It's been a great time, and thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Of course, of course. Well, guys, we've already had time as the week kicked off on Monday to start grading every individual player's performance this season, starting with starting pitchers, then we got into the infield, and today it's time for the bullpen. Um, but I, I feel like before we get into that, I know, Jamie, this is a sore subject, and I hate to go from a positive to <laughs> pure, but the World Series uh, oh. right now... Looking at the World Series, not that fun to watch for the Phillies fans as we are uh, still licking our wounds. But Texas Rangers up 3 1, commanding victories, the, the last couple of victories over the Diamondbacks. Uh, it's been a very lopsided series because even it's, the Diamondbacks it's been a, um, win. Was... An
2: incredibly <laughs> shitty series, Renee, is what it is because the Diamondbacks <laughs> are frauds and uh, it makes it so much worse. I wasn't able to watch games one and two emotionally, I just wasn't ready for it yet. And, and Phil, we're kind of like closing out this week, like licking our wounds before we move on to the future talk. Uh, but like part of these wounds keep reopening when I see the Rangers blowing out the Diamondbacks 10 to 1. And, you know, and they got late runs last night, so it was yeah. a different score. But like it wasn't really a ball game. Um, look, the Diamondbacks are – they're not the worst team. They're fine. But I, I watch them in the World Series now, and I still cannot believe – We lost to that team. Yeah. It's just, you know, game one set like the lowest numbers ever for uh, baseball in the World Series in like 20 years or something. Mm. It's not going to be a a uh, well-rated series. It's not a fun series to watch. Uh, Texas is making roadkill out of them. And I just watched this Diamondbacks team, and Phil and I said before the show, like tonight's supposed to be game five in Philly.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We should be going down
1: on the subway to the lots in a little bit. We would have split in Texas and it would have been game five. When we scheduled this, I was like, yes, <laughs> we were tailgating. I think it was the NLDS, yeah. yes, um, yes. but it should be the world series. It should be game five in Philly now, baby.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just really kind of painful to watch. And I haven't enjoyed myself one bit. Uh, I've hated it about 10 times more than I thought I was going to. I thought I was just <laughs> going to kind of watch it like white noise in the background.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then, you know, and then you start thinking like, you got Christian Walker in a series versus the Phillies where he can't do anything. Yeah. And you still couldn't beat them. Uh, it was just... It just sucks.
1: <laughs>
0: I well, well, have to say it. it's wild because game one was actually the best game in terms of back-and-forth yeah. walk-off. It was the most exciting of the games. Uh, the rest of the games have been completely boring to watch. Um, yeah, Mickey's saying you, he just puked in his mouth. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's, it's been rough. It's been really rough to watch because it's, it's what it— all the things that it could have been and should have been of a nice Phillies Rangers World Series, it would have been. As you talk, as we all know, we're gonna talk about coming back to Game Five today. Gross. We would all be excited. We'd be talking pregame. Yeah, but here we, talking we are. Parade. Here we are. Instead, <laughs> yeah. instead we're talking about grades. Exactly. So it is frustrating, and I I do think what makes it worse is how annoyingly boring this World Series has been. Like this is it. This is the end of the season. This is how the the. 2023 season's coming to an end with very lopsided, boring games um, and, the, and, and, and questionable. I know you're going to get into yeah, the umps, Yeah, i get into Jamie. the robot umps
2: because, like, God, can the umpires just make a baseball game not about themselves just one time? Well, they're saying uh,
0: it's boring, I guess, so they're trying to figure yeah. out a way to spice things up. I'm going to add a little flavor in there and make some awful calls.
2: Yeah, and, like, <laughs> the part of it that sucks, and I'll see if Phil agrees with me, you know, like, the Diamondbacks, I think, are kind of fraudulent as a World Series team. <laughs> Uh, but the other part of this is, like, the Rangers look very beatable to me. Yeah. Um, you know, like, Max Scherzer would have gotten – I know Texas is 9-0 and on the road. No, 10-0 and now after last yes. night. Yes, yes. Um, Max Scherzer would have gotten his doors blown off in Citizens Bank Park. So you have a fraud team on one hand, and then you have a team that's good beating up the fraud team. But I fully think the Phillies could have beaten the Rangers. Uh, and now all offseason, I'm just going to be thinking about Brandon fought and that stupid chase rate that the Phillies had, chasing every bad pitch
1: low and away. Mm. Yeah, I don't, going into this, it didn't really matter who we faced in the World Series if we had remained undefeated at home. We had this feeling a few weeks ago, hey, yeah. it doesn't matter who we play, we're gonna get there and we're gonna get it done this year, finally. Yeah. And uh, it was just a major disappointment. And uh, yeah. we're here and we still get to talk Phillies baseball. Uh, and, and where we're going to go moving forward, so I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, now watching this, the World Series play out, we all knew this, but it's, it's really a slap in the face that this was the year the Phillies should have won. And had they gotten through game six or seven and were able to clinch out in the NLCS and they, they get themselves into the World Series, it's a winnable series. Because I, th- I agree, I feel like looking at the Astros-Rangers series compared to the Rangers-Diamondbacks, it's a totally different Texas team. And that's what makes it even worse, knowing that this should, we should be talking like Eugene Krabs is saying, I think, in the chat. Or, I'm sorry, Mickey again, we should be singing, wearing overalls cheersing like we should be excited right now we should be talking game 5 and we should be talking about the Phillies on their way to you know a world series a championship and here we are instead talking offseason so that's also in my opinion what makes it worse because if i if texas came in and was just completely playing fantastic and stuff that's one thing but you look at these games and like dang the phillies Kyle could have hit that. have yeah. really did this. And Zach would have been able to strike them out. Like it's. It, uh,
2: and Dave in yeah. the chat says, calling either of them a fraud isn't <laughs> fair. I don't think the Rangers are a fraud at all. Uh, he said, you know, the Phillies were the last wildcard team last year, and we would have been offended if somebody called the Phillies frauds. Fair point, but the Phillies were a better built team than the Diamondbacks. So, like, when they caught fire, that was, to me, you know, baseball kind of magic, and the team got hot at the right time. The Diamondbacks, to me, like Catal Marte and Corbin Carroll are awesome. Yeah. Outside of that, like Perdomo's solid, Guriel's solid, but it's just like I don't know. They just don't. They don't look like a World Series team to me. Eighty
1: four um, wins. Eighty four wins.
2: Yeah. A one <laughs> yeah. run differential. Uh, and now, you mm-hmm. know, what's something that was really chapping my ass is Corey Seager is having a great World Series. Yeah. Why are they pitching to him? <laughs> Yet everybody on the Phillies they threw slop to, and the Phillies couldn't lay off of it. So they're pitching to Seager. He's not having a problem. They're not icing him out of games like they did to Bryce Harper. Uh, so that's pissing me off. Basically, every aspect of this <laughs> World Series is pissing me off.
1: Yeah. They had to bench people, lineup tinker, do mm-hmm. all these things to scrap, move runners over because our lineup was and our roster was simply better they had to do all these things exactly and scratch and claw but credit to them i guess yeah dave says bottom yeah. line we choked Bingo. oh yeah we <laughs> choked big time that's it And, and that's, i mean that that's, sucks
0: that's what also makes it worse it's like i said before um and have continued to say it wasn't about what the diamondbacks did so well it was more about what the phillies did not do well and it felt like every game that the phillies lost and and that NLCS was the Phillies should have done this. The Phillies could have done. This. It was never a matter of even with Marte having a hitting streak and Corbin Carroll actually struggling the first six games and having a tremendous game seven. Perdomo playing out of his mind. Fought, they all had World Series types performances against the Phillies, and but. Despite all that, it still was always a matter of the Phillies were the ones that choked. The Phillies were the ones that dropped the ball. Not really about the Diamondbacks came out and were the better team, as much as it was the Phillies just did not play the way they should have and could have. So it is very frustrating. And I know it will not get easier, especially uh, as we're nearing. I mean, Texas now one win away from winning the World Series. That also makes it worse because, again, you're thinking that should have been us. That should be us celebrating and having parades and having watch parties. But... We're not there. So, guys, we, unfortunately, um, still can talk about the Phillies just in a different way and still can also buy some merchandise, of course. It's not the same. We're not rocking overalls to be able to go out to the ballpark, but we can rock overalls for next season. FOCO is the place where you can use that code PHLY, get 10% off. And as we're getting ready for – the next season Ugh. but also looking at your other all the other Look teams that eagles we're supporting there's plenty exactly yeah. i was gonna say we've got the eagles are getting ready to beat up on the cowboys we've got the flyers winning the sixers are making big deals and uh finally got rid of james Harden. there's lots to celebrate in philly so you can go over to foco buy some merchandise use that code PHOY, get 10 off and have collectibles apparel merchandise whatever it is you want to support our squads and your favorite teams now i know there's been a lot in the chat Phil, you did get some comments on the beard. By no surprise, it was Eugene Krabs. Eugene Krabs is one of our uh, regular guest that always and, brings and a little bit counter. of everything i was gonna i was gonna oh, say that's it, but good. He's he's a regular.
1: Yeah. i thought he was just trolling the beard no. but no, I'm no, working no, no. i got a craft? wedding this weekend and i was coming to see you guys so
0: you know i gotta get dolled Tripped up, up <laughs> you want. got dolled up beard game on points and you're very handsome no homo um mm. and then also some other things you guys are talking about corbin became a homes in game seven the world series is the worst we know guys continue to drop how you're feeling in the chat this is a safe space vent get it all out however you're feeling we do though have to get into greeting because We've been heavily grading the Phillies player by player. The criteria in my book has been a little different from Miss Honey over here. And do you know the Miss Honey reference? Do you know? Do you know that?
1: No, tell me about God, this. No. I, don't, I don't think most little boys Again, read Matilda. Tyler,
0: <sighs> although Tyler didn't know oh, Miss Honey, Ms. Honey. I know
1: Miss Honey from Matilda. Okay, there we yeah,
0: go. Yeah, so we're grading. So we started putting our teacher hat on, and Jamie is like Miss Honey over here from Matilda, and he's always sprinkling in the most sweet fluffy grades for everybody i'm a little bit more harsh so we'll see where you fall in with this tyler's tyler's pretty back and forth he's pretty consistent though so today we're going to get into the bullpen and give grades out performance statistics it's all season regular season postseason a lot to grade so uh let's jump right in from the very beginning should we start at the top with now
2: let's start with the meaningless guys and make our way. Let's build the excitement because because okay. I, I oh, want to see where people fall on Kimball. All
0: right, all right. I was gonna start at the top with with Craig, but yeah, I think we should start. Let's start down and work slow our way to
2: up. Because I want to see the vitriol come in the <laughs> comments section. Somebody already said so, I'm gonna be like Jamie with his Garrett Stubbs <laughs> grade. Uh, so I, I I would imagine that's an F yeah. uh, because Garrett Stubbs.
0: Uh, but we are gonna get there. We will. You we mouth? will get to Craig, Jose. Jeff, let's start at the bottom. Uh, let's jump out the gate with Nick Nelson.
2: Nick <laughs> Nelson. What can I say about Nick Nelson? Um, he was fine, harmless. I think they went to him a little bit too much early on in the season in big spots. But I give him a D plus. Like, you know, like they moved on from him. Um, he ate some innings early in the year for you. Overall, every time he came in, I was
1: petrified. D+. Who cares? Okay. What about you, Phil? Yeah, I'm right with you. I'm going to give him a D minus. He (coughs) played in April when the team wasn't very good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we didn't see much from him after that. Yeah, so
2: uh, I I don't need to ever see Nick Nelson again, I think (laughs) is... Where we fall in here,
0: Tyler? Are you in the the D spot? Yeah, everyone's well, like, who?
2: He he pitched once. He you know he,
3: he started one game against the Yankees back in April, and we didn't see him again. And he was good in that start. You know, he went five and a third. He gave up an earned run, and um, they got more than they could have asked from him because of the fact that he was probably not going to be a major league pitcher for most of the season. Mickey Durkin said, "Who?" It, it's, it, on one start, based on one start's worth of numbers against the Yankees team that was supposed to be good this year. I mean, it's a but like uh, who yeah, yeah exactly i
0: gave uh i gave nick nelson a d because he was there he was there with the d i'm gonna say he was there a, with a d um he but was that a body. Was it. i mean he, he like you, t- you talk about in that one game three strikeouts two hits one run but i mean it's all who i don't even know i think jamie put nick in there because jamie just wanted to make sure he talked about every single person <laughs> well. and also remind you guys this is also a great reminder for you guys as we are frustrated at this moment of just how much the Phillies have changed and, and different names that have come in through the clubhouse over yeah, like the course yesterday, of the season. Like
2: I forgot Cody Clemens played in 49 games. Exactly. <laughs> no, like
0: and it was, so baseball's a long season. Let's go back. I know Covey was mentioned. Let's go to Dylan. Um, Phil, I'll start with you first on this one, actually.
1: My friends and I have this club. It's called the Meatball Boys. And oh boy, Dylan Covey is a meatball boy. Uh, I'm gonna give him a D plus. I'm just right there with A little bit.
2: I guess I, I, he, he's definitely a meatball boy because he was serving them up this year. Uh, D plus. Yeah, Nick uh, Dylan Covey. Uh, sayonara.
0: yeah i uh it's a present i like that actually there's no tyler there's only zuli that's a good one no actual grade he just got present present (laughs) (laughs) present for being there he's technically marked in attendance um but yeah he's he's a i gave him also a d i don't really have much to to go off of it's it's the kid that comes to the first day of school and then their parents move and you never see them again. Yeah, so. most of these
2: irrelevant guys are going to be <laughs> in this D range because they're all people that I care to not see in Phillies uniforms anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, uh, Yep, yeah, 30 strikeouts in games. I mean, Tyler, I'll let you go. Tyler, the, there is Tyler and Zully. What's your grade?
3: Yeah, he was. Uh, he's an innings eater, right? He's the guy that, that Rob Thompson turned to when the Phillies were getting beat badly like or or getting beat in general like i'm looking at some of the game logs from dylan covey this season and it's loss 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 19-4 win so like the point is 13-2 win the point is he was your mop-up duty guy in both directions posted a 360 ERA. i mean listen i don't think dylan covey is a major league baseball pitcher but i do think that he is serviceable for somebody that needs innings to be eaten so again it's another guy with a uh, a, a C grade just because it was an average um, season. I thought that he probably got used in leverage situations that he didn't need need, uh, need to be used in, but he was better than I expected him to be when they got him for nothing from the Dodgers in May. So yeah, uh, eh, is eh a great <laughs> present?
0: <laughs> well, Nitrine saying a D minus because your F key is stuck. Uh, Justin also saying a D minus. Um, I know earlier I saw, first of all, again, jason was saying glad the beard is backfill um getting a lot of beard a lot of beard comments but um <laughs> mickey's saying dylan cubby's a bag, bagster." <laughs> yeah we will get to orion don't worry martian lynch you're jumping ahead here so um oh, eugene Krabs. yes so many d's so many d's okay good lord all right let's go let's 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 keep by the on way Marsha lynch points out <laughs>
2: It is weird that we have a Covey receiver and a Covey. I know. Any
1: relation to Britton Covey?
2: Yeah. I like know. How, what are the odds? And I've never they, heard of a Covey before in my life, and we have two of them here in Philadelphia.
0: I was going to say, it's definitely not a popular name to be in no. the same city. Yeah, pretty yeah, weird. weird. That's very, all. very weird. Um, let's go to Connor Brogdon. I
2: had, I gave him a D+. Plus. Um, I, had, uh, I had big hopes for Connor Brogdon when we first saw him like two years ago. <laughs> Uh, I thought he looked the part. He threw a little bit of gas.
1: He hasn't really put it together yet. So uh, yeah, I just came in at a D plus there. Um, he's a guy that I kind of never want on my team. He yeah. won some games early in the season. He's a good looking guy, but yes. that's all <laughs> about looks it. He yeah. looks the part, but he can't play. Yeah, the D, D, uh, D minus I gave oh, him. Oh, wow. all right, yeah, we're all right there. <laughs>
0: um i don't remember what i gave him actually oh i just i gave him a d i was just very consistent today with <laughs> d's across the board that's it i mean it's, i don't feel i will not give an f because i feel like or the, or did i give an f i may have given an f um i will not give them an f because i feel like you didn't fully fail but yeah you're you're looking at a guy that much like the others was just kind of there uh 26 strikeouts this season Gave a 29 hits, 14 runs. Um, More hits than strikeouts? Nah, Nah. It's it's a D. It's a D. Yeah. Another D. Another D, it Sounds like a sausage fest. Tyler, Uh, who uh, Eugene Krabs says Major League Baseball needs to hire you. (laughs) Well,
3: I appreciate that. That guy. Um, Connor Brogdon was one of the guys that I was really – I agree with you, Jamie. I had a lot of high hopes for because – I don't know. Maybe because I saw a little bit of me in him except for the fact that he threw 96 and I threw – sixty six. Uh, but it was a you know, a guy with a long stride that's that's on top of you by the time yeah. he gets down the mound, um, should find success. And and you guys talked about it. The 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 whip was up, the hits were up, the, the command was the big issue. He never had command of the changeup that was so filthy in the uh, postseason last year. I think um this guy has purpose for this Phillies team. I just don't know when it's gonna happen with the fact that they've brought a lot of arms in. I think they bring a couple more in this offseason as well. Um, I it, it's probably an F for me. I thought yeah, I, I'm sure. wi- wildly because Our first F because with the other the two day. guys they were just like whatevers. Like yes. Connor Brogdon was a guy that I had anticipation and hope for. This Mickey
2: Durkin just said in the chat, and I think I agree with him. I thought he was going to be like a Ryan Madsen ish mm. piece, like he was in 2008. I think they kind of looked similar. Um, So yeah, anyway. Yeah,
0: um, I know. Can you scroll up a little bit? Yeah, Uh, <laughs> yeah. This there's no Tyler there's only Zuli. you're saying so many D's I feel like I'm gonna <laughs> not say for work website unfortunately this is actually a very um appropriate version of of PHOI Philly's podcast because sometimes you guys get a little bit wonky in the chat and things get a little out of control but I think we may start to move out of the D's <laughs> and S. I I think it might be time I saw a little meme.
2: <laughs> Hold on. pause <laughs> Where are you, you going, going with that Catholic. one, you Tyler? You did catch.
0: You say that, Tyler. At you least did take look, him out for a nice seafood dinner first. I'll yeah, let him yeah, it slip. He let and I are split. built the same yeah. way. Ah, sure. No muscle builds. It's all a little me and him. All righty then. Well, I think we're going to slowly start to move out of the Ds, possibly. Um, Let's go to Junior Marte. This Catel Marte. We've got our own Marte. We had a Marte. We had a Marte on the roster before he was optioned down to AAA to join the Lehigh Valley. Oh, are we still in D category here, guys? Is anybody? I'll getting kick anything it off with higher? a C minus. Okay. Okay. Uh, We've got C's. That's
1: okay. probably generous. I'll give him a C. He was up and down, bounced around. He got a few wins, I think, in July, which said a lot more about our April guys, but so I'll give him a C for that. I'll get him a, we'll get out of the D range.
0: I'm still there. I'm still in the D's. I gave him a D plus though. I'm crawling out of the D's. Right. Um I yeah. definitely I heard it as soon as I said it. I'm so sorry. I didn't really, I legitimately did not mean that. (laughs) No comment. Ah, uh, it's fine. You know what? I'm just going to toss, gonna toss that Tyler. to Tyler because there's no coming back from that one. Tyler, you've got it. Uh,
3: sometimes you get a relief pitcher whose numbers don't dictate the season that he had, and I think uh, Junior Marte had a little bit of that uh, that type of season where if you look at the five ERA, like if you're just box score watching, you're going to go the whip's too high, the ERA's too high. Um, the walks are clearly concerning. It's now 39 yeah. walks over the course of, you know, 70-something innings pitched over his career, but this is a guy with good stuff. It's a high strikeout rate. He's about a strikeout printing pitched. I expect him to get a little bit better. I don't think he's gonna ever be a three two guy, but if you can make him like a three nine, four flat type of guy, you've got yourself a low leverage arm once Gregory Soto is gone or once, you know, whomever, you know, maybe next is gone out of this bullpen. Statistically speaking,
2: it wasn't a good year. It's a D season, but I have expectations for Marte moving forward. Yeah, people in the chat yeah. seem to kind of agree with us in that general like D plus, C minus range. Yeah. Uh, so as we're giving our grades, please chat uh, throw in yours as we're going along here, uh, and make sure you're hitting that like and like button on the YouTube page for us. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think we're all kind of in the same neighborhood here, commenters and us, all alike. You should
1: definitely <laughs> contribute moving forward, but this year,
0: yeah, yeah, you have those expectations and hopes for sure. Um, well, let's let's keep moving this this train along. I think it gets
2: better from here on out. And we have graphics from here on out. So
3: oh, it looks wow. even uh, Do we, though, oh, wow. on Andrew
0: Bilotti?
2: Uh, no. No, not
3: on I that. didn't
0: think so. We're <laughs> not there yet. We're not there yet. We got one more, and then I think we're we're, we're rolling forward. Um, Tyler, do you want to start with Bilotti? What you got? Yeah, Bilotti,
3: another guy, just like Brogdon, who was used in a lot of higher leverage situations last year and then kind of got exiled to the uh, to the minor leagues after the injury early in the season. Um, I relievers are weird. Like I thought Bilotti was really good last year. And, and, you know, this season in his limited time with the, you know, the major league club, he wasn't good. Right. Last year, three, three, this year, a five, one relief pitchers are weird. Like season to season, things can change in a heartbeat. Um,
2: yeah, ask uh, Brad Lidge about that.
3: It's, it's just a crazy thing where like, if your control's not there, you're going to struggle, right? 25 walks Mm -hmm. last year in 54 innings, he had 14, uh, excuse me, a 12 in 24, which means he's walking a hitter every two innings, which as a relief pitcher is just not going to work for you. His strikeouts per nine were down, his home runs per, per nine were up, his hits per nine were up, and because of that, his whip was up. Uh, Bilotti is a weird year, and Bilotti is kind of a weird arm to talk about. I, I think that, to me, he was another guy like Brogdon where I had high expectations. Uh, he gets a D as well.
1: Okay. Okay. I like the word uh, exiled because he was one of my favorites in 22, but we're talking about 23, so yeah. C minus-ish.
2: Yeah, I, I wrote down a B minus last night, and I think that was the bourbon talking. Um, wow. I, I'd probably be more in that CC. Miss
0: Honey mode. Yeah,
2: CC plus range. Um, I think uh, <coughs> Topper was going to him in like every um, early situation this year. Um, he's hopefully another guy that can bounce back next year you know you've seen some stuff from him in the past uh but this was not his year
0: yeah i'm with eugene Krabs. i gave him a c uh 13 and a half base runners per nine innings but also as you just look at as you are talking about tyler um across the 24 and two-thirds innings pitched, 25 strikeouts 150 whip but a five over five era as you were talking about Tyler, that was the exact same reason for me it's just not acceptable um bilati <laughs> he's a tie and it ends there it makes you think of gelati actually mm. so that also Sounds made me want to go a little bit higher and give him maybe a c plus but i stayed with a c because i'm no miss honey um i i don't judge with my heart i judge with my statistics and my uh, analysts mm-hmm. hat all right well let's keep this analyst hat and our grades moving along you guys keep dropping in the chat now i think you're gonna definitely have a little bit more to add to for these next guys as we're moving along Sir Anthony Dominguez, Mm. Phil. We made eye contact, so I'm going with you.
1: Going with (laughs) me. I think I'm going to judge him on most recent bias. He's one of our more reliable guys. Uh, He battled some injury this year too, Mm -hmm. so uh, it's a tough way to go battling injury. So I'm going to give him a B B minus. Ooh. I went with C plus. Um, He did come around
2: late, and that was very very encouraging to see for next year. Uh, I think he started hitting that 99, 100 miles an hour again into the playoffs and looked like he was throwing gas again. I like Sir Anthony a lot. I think he's got eighth and ninth inning swing and miss stuff. The problem is I think he found a lot of bats this year um, when he wasn't getting his swing and misses. So, uh, you know, I gave him that. It was the second highest ERA of his career. Uh, He had led up a career high in hits, career high in home runs. Uh, He allowed with seven uh, but I do think a lot of that was tied to the injury that he kind of worked out of. And, uh, you know, it wasn't the same when he came right back. But it was a down year for Sir Anthony, which makes me feel good about next year and the way he ended this year.
0: Yeah, I actually also gave him a C plus. I do feel that he had such an up and down season um, with injuries not being 100%. But uh, But I'm still judging based on the fact that I, I don't think he was ever fully Um, able to respond and then in the postseason that's what actually swung me to a c plus because i i I liked what he did in the postseason we were we were cringing at the thought of dominguez taking the the mound in the postseason and in, in the playoffs he i mean gave up just two runs or excuse me one run this playoffs round and seven strikeouts in the five and a third innings pitched after having a very difficult regular season so i feel like he bounced back and answered nicely come postseason time to just be decent so I'm going to give him a C+. Plus, I think he was just a little bit above average, and I'm hoping that with a nice, healthy season, if he's able to be healthy, that moves up a little bit higher. Tyler?
3: The return of the graphics. It's ah, bad.
1: There we, go. No,
0: now now we can finally <laughs> appreciate them,
3: um, Jamie. You mentioned that he has uh, eighth and ninth inning stuff, which I agree with. I think the problem this year was he had fifth and sixth inning yeah. men- like mentality. Found a lot of bats. Oh, yeah, found sure. a lot of bats. The uh, yeah. I- and I and quite honestly, I thought the command was poor for m- most of the season. Um, the swing and miss stuff is there, but. Don't like. Don't get me wrong. But I the still consistency have, wasn't. Yeah, I, I still have a lot of high hopes for uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez out of this bullpen. But as you can see, career high in walks, earned runs, hits, hit by pitches, worst, uh, worst statistical year for opponents' batting average, opponents' OBP, which leads to slugging, home run percentage, and you know I threw WAR in there because I'm a nerd and I like that kind of stuff. I like WAR too. Um, but <laughs> I, th- this was just a a really bad statistical year for sir anthony dominguez and if you look at it and you go wait three seven eight is that really statistically bad um i just think that the, the for him yeah the yes. fact that you couldn't use him in leverage spots as much as you would wanted to yeah. yeah is concerning i give him a c because statistically he's actually the era is better than you think um but i think that he needs to clear up some stuff this get the swing and miss stuff back and and, and find his command again yeah
0: yeah i agree with you i i i along with nitrine, I was gonna give him like a C minus D plus, but postseason really helped sway me. The end of the yeah. regular season was scary for Sir Anthony. Sure. Terrifying. Um and so that's where, you know, we're talking about the whole season, but he did at least end on a higher note. But as you mentioned, statistically, was okay. But as we were watching, in terms of when he was falling, when he was dropping off, not at the right points well, of the season. Well,
2: you, Renee, you know what's not terrifying? The Game Time app. Uh, and right now, if you use code PHLY on the Game Time app, I just made another purchase on Game Time last night. Shout you're out Game You're taking all time. your money, honey. Yeah, you're taking all my money. Uh, but use that code PHLY for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Uh, buying tickets should not be stressful, and Game Time's got you covered. Uh, for all your favorite concerts, sports, theater, uh, comedians, whatever you want, GameTime's got you covered. I've now used it for a concert and a stand-up comic. Uh, and GameTime is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for whatever you're looking for in your area. And the best part was I'm going to a stand-up uh, comedian on Saturday. For that, you want a, a good view, a good seat angle. And GameTime has the seat view option Right there in the app, they got flash deals, last minute tickets, easy to find and buy buy your favorite tickets for every event. The seat view image is absolutely awesome. So forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. You can get exclusive flash deals on all your sports, concerts, comedy, theater, whatever you're looking for. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're all set tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your emails download the game time app create an account and use code phly for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again just create an account and redeem code phly for twenty dollars off
0: well justin harris we are with you it is frustrating that we have to right now talk about giving out grades for the phillies instead of talking about the world series but we do have and I actually didn't pick up on this mbdbdbf. You Ooh. are giving Zach Berman with a beard vibe. It's a little bit. I'm getting. I see That's that. That's my guy.
1: That's my I guy, could see Zach that. Berman. I
0: could totally. I, I'm picking up on what you're putting down, mbd. Um, well, let's keep moving along with this grading trail because uh, it's it going to get a little bit yeah. more d- difficult here. Now, talking about Gregory Soto, I'm going to go in first. Uh, Soto had that. Uh, it's very. He gave up a lot. Uh, for he him, gave up kinda. a lot. A 4.62 nice ERA pieces. this regular season. 114 WHIP um, in. Eugene Krabs, you'll enjoy this. 69 games played. Very I just nice. said that for you because I know you would enjoy that. 65 strikeouts. Nice. Postseason, a six ERA in the five games that Soto was out there for the postseason, and a 233 whip. Now, I'm actually feeling a little too generous with my greeting. I feel like I could have gone a little bit lower, but I'm going to go a C for Soto um but honestly could have been a c minus but i'm gonna go like a solid 73 74 i think if that's still in c range so i'm
2: right there with you i want c plus um on gregory soto and the reason i think they had higher hopes for gregory soto when you give up Viraline and nick mayton uh, for a guy that throws gas, uh, you know, I think you, you hope for a little bit more. I don't, I don't think he was able to give it to you. Uh, but this is a guy hopefully now, you know, in the system with the pitching coaches and, and Clearwater can write can the ship a little bit for next year. Um, again, he's a hard-throwing righty, and, and it seemed like the Phillies' uh, MO this offseason was get as many flamethrowers as they could, and, and hopefully he bounces back. But the best I can go is C+. Plus.
1: Yeah. yeah, I went C minus on it. He was one of the bigger moves made in the off season. Yeah. My expectations were just High. way out of pocket. Uh, yeah, way yeah. and he <laughs> couldn't go to him at all. So I have that recency bias. Yeah, I was yeah. like yeah. Miss Honey with with Sir Anthony for the uh, injury. <laughs> but like this guy, I'll just clobber him. C minus. Yeah. Maybe even a D.
2: Yeah, hey, I could be talked to
3: I
0: was Jay. thinking that
2: too. Uh, Tyler, what do you got? <laughs>
3: yeah, guys, I, uh, I I I love and respect each and every one of you, and oh so boy. I'm going to say this very nicely. Nick Nate, Nick Mayton blows. He's an <laughs> awful baseball player. He hit 160 for a bad Tigers team yeah. this year. Matt Vierling, I can get behind. Matt Vierling, Vierling was a great solid, bench player a, like universal fourth, player, a solid fourth player, solid
2: fourth bench player who can play yeah, all. Three Vierling outfield was the positions. actual piece in that trade, correct? Not um, Nick Mayton,
3: uh, so to me, oh, like no. you gave up a fourth outfielder and a bench piece for a guy that you had high hopes for it. And I, I think statistically speaking, another guy who probably had a down year, the 460 RA yes. is not high. 65 Ks and 60 in, in the third innings pitch is something that um, I do take some solace in. The fact that he does have swing and miss stuff, uh, much like Dominguez, just a little bit of command issues this year. But the one thing that I look at, and this is where the real stat nerd comes out in me, is a 265 BABIP. Um, for anyone that doesn't know that stat, it's balls, uh, batting average against balls in play, which basically eliminates strikeouts from the equation, um, that's much lower than I anticipated it being considering the fact that it was a four, six, two ERA, which means that he wasn't giving up nearly as many hits as anticipated, um, this season. So I think Gregory Soto's season was actually, if we're going to look back on it and take away the ERA specifically was a better year than, um, than we ex- than we maybe thought that it was. It's not great. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he was awesome, but I think he was a C plus pitcher this year. That's, yeah, okay. me and you okay. locked in at C plus. Yeah,
0: Woo. I thought you were going to come in with like a D or something. The way you you started yeah. that off. But MBD
2: says I hope he misses his daughter's wedding. I saw day. that. I was going to read that. That's that. a lot that was of good so right there. Oh.
0: That's what's too far. <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't laughs> way think
1: too was far.
0: Cheese <laughs> Louise MBD. Um, all right. Well, we've got five guys left, and time is ticking. here. Here. So you guys are on the clock for your responses here. I'm we're gonna go it. with Matt Strom, Strom, Strom Um, I gave Strom a solid A minus because I like I like what Matt Strom brought to the mound. And I like the fact that Matt was also in those 10 starts that I know we're not talking about the starts, but you look at the whole season and the way that Matt Strom was able to be put into different positions, did well, had a fantastic season, in my opinion, with that 102 whip, 329 ERA. Postseason was steady, a 94 whip. Um, in the seven games played, uh, five strikeouts and five in the third innings, and I just thought Matt Strom was someone that you didn't you didn't cl- you know hold your breath and cringe when you saw Strom coming out. So I'm a, I'm gonna go with an A minus. Uh,
2: I went with an A. Uh, he's got oh. another year here. He was signed to a two year, fifteen million dollar deal. Uh, I liked Matt Strom, and he okay. became one of your higher leverage guys in the playoffs, and kind of exceeded any expectation I had for him. Uh, I think he's got onions on the mound, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm team Stromboli. I'm uh, I'm excited for another year of him. I think he's reliable.
1: Yeah, he was there when it mattered the most. A minus from me as well in the A's. Yes. Yeah, Look at this,
2: all three A's, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. I'm
3: gonna continue the trend. I thought Matt Strom right. was good as a starter. I thought he was really good as a relief pitcher. Uh two a two ERA, and and quite frankly. Um, I think the one knock on Matt Strom is not his fault. I think the knock on Matt Strom was too, you know, far too frequently this season did Rob Thompson try to stretch him for a second inning uh, when it wasn't necessary. Um, other than that, I thought his first inning appearances for most of the year and into the playoffs were really good. Uh, he gave up no earned runs over, over the course of seven appearances in the playoffs, faced 20 batters, struck out five, had that huge high leverage ninth inning against the Braves in the NL- yeah. NLDS to close things out. He was really, really good. As a relief pitcher this year, super excited that he's back. It's only seven and some change seven and a half uh, on million, the final yeah. year of his mm-hmm. deal. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they get something done midway through the season to extend him if he pitches well again. How I, old thought, is he? I thought he was good as a, uh, as a starter. I thought he was really good as a relief pitcher. I'm, I'm going A-minus as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he's Mickey's-
2: 31. So, yeah, you might be able to get another two or three years out of him.
0: Yeah. They uh Mickey, you're saying they overpitched the poor kid. Uh, you know, they our next guy. Our next guy is someone else that I feel like got overpitched and put into some situations that he shouldn't have been. And that's Orion Kirkering. Uh, Captain Kirk, as we know, made his major league baseball debut September twenty-fourth. It was historic after being drafted the year prior that you get called up to the majors. Um, Rob had all this confidence in him, put him into the big situations. But I'm not going first in my grade. Jamie, you are. What do you think? (laughs) Uh,
2: Orion, I I wanted to give an A, but I watched the playoffs, and Mm. that drops him down to a B Uh, plus. It it was a lot for him to come up to go from low A to A to double A to triple A to the major leagues to the NLCS. Like Like, the ascension is unprecedented. I think it's only been done by one Philly ever. Um, It's just not something that's normal. So. I kind of grade him a little bit on a curve here uh, because that sweeper pitch that he throws at like 93 miles an hour uh, and then the gas on top of it. I think this kid they're counting on to be, you know, a stalwart of the eighth and ninth innings uh, going forward here in the next couple of years. So I give him a B plus because of how optimistic I am for the future with him. Obviously, he was um, kind of above his head uh, in the playoffs there a little bit. And plus, he's got a really cool slogan. Uh, where he, what does he say, like, uh, uh, don't be a bitch,
0: yeah.
2: uh, fuck them hitters, and then don't, and then don't be a bitch two. again or something like that. Yeah. So I like the mentality <laughs> of the kid. His stuff is pretty nasty, and uh, I think a B-plus is uh, is pretty fair.
0: Okay. What about you, Phil? Yeah,
1: most of his woes were not on him. Uh, I'm not going to let him fully off the hook, B-plus, sure. and he will be great for years to come for sure.
2: Yeah, I think he's really exciting yeah. uh, for the future, but uh, obviously NLCS ate him up.
0: Yeah, I, I know you guys are saying he gets an incomplete. There's not enough to grade him on. Look, if we can grade some other guys, Nick, Connor, whoever, we can grade Orion too. Um, Orion, as we know, it's the fastball. That's, you know, that's what we're looking for. His slider, you know, the, he's he's impressed in his rise from low A all the way to the majors. But, you know, I gave Orion a, a B. And it's as you were talking about, Phil, it's not all on him. I do feel like uh, having him back-to-back in a, after having a, a really – Bad showing Game Three of the NLCS was set up to fail in in Game Four, but overall, looking at the few games he got at the end of the regular season, the uh, postseason—that's what put me at a B. There's definitely room for improvement. There's a lot that he has to work on. He's young. He 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 will get there, and I'm encouraged for what his future looks like. But I'm absolutely with. There's no Tyler. There's only Zuli. He did start out as like an A minus for me. Yeah, absolutely. And in the playoffs, it felt like Orion. It was kind of like the honeymoon phase was over and we saw Orion, the youth, the inexperience really come out to play. And I'm grading him just like everybody else, because it doesn't matter what his journey was to the mound. He was on the mound and he's a B.
2: <laughs> hey, uh, how about you Tyler? Uh, Will in the comment section this is our, our buddy Phil from uh, yes. Filthy in Philly who was wondering who the new guy is. Anyway Tyler what do you got? <laughs> yeah, I think Incomplete's probably
3: fair but if we are definitely giving a, a letter grade to it I would give it a a C plus, and the ah. reason is because Ooh. it's just statistically not enough for me to go uh, any higher than Yeah, Barbara Carroll says an incomplete, the, which is almost fair. The, the the grade that I would like to give his future is an A, because I think he's got a wipeout slider, and he's not afraid to challenge hitters. He throws, well, sorry, sweeper. My I was going to say, what are we calling it? My a slider? I don't know. JT it's called it a sweeper. My bad. JT called it <laughs> it's a sweeper. Ryan. Ryan it a sweeper. That's what name. I'm calling it. <laughs> My bad. All right. Sweeper <laughs> on 51, 50 of 60 regular season pitch. 51 of 60 regular season pitches this year. It's an incredible ascension, like you guys talked about. Yeah. I give the kid a lot of credit he's got moxie he's got heart and he's not afraid to to challenge any any kind of hitter Um, I'd love to see what he can do over the course of a full regular season my assumption is that he is going to be on the opening day roster next year I think so um, as a seventh inning type of guy along with you know Matt you know Matt Strom in that area Um, the C plus only because of the fact that I didn't see enough from him to give him a better grade but it's not his fault
0: so, a C plus because you need to see more. There you go. Yeah, pretty wild. He was a fifth I round
3: Barbara, pick just a year, a
0: year ago. Hi, <laughs> mom. I know. I like, hi, Bill. <laughs> and it is funny because we do, really quick side note, we have a lot of doppelgangers here for whatever reason. Like, everybody's got a twin. Like, I say, Tyler looks like Trey. Um, everybody's got a twin. And you and Zach are apparently a little bit of some doppelganger ish types of uh, vibes. But yeah, I agree. On. And I know everyone's saying the same thing about O'Brien. Just not enough to go off of. Next year, we'll be excited to see him get a yeah, full, full offseason, full spring training, full you know time in the majors to see what he can do. And we definitely have high expectations for him. Uh, somebody else that we have high expectations for, but more because we love his story and his journey and the fact that he's a Philly after just being so great, Jeff Hoffman. I, I love Jeff Hoffman's story. I'm going to go first. I gave Jeff an A-minus. I love the fact that this is a guy that was bought in as a AAA arm just to help Harper get some hits in. Made the most of his time. He was saying that was to me my World Series, and he crushed it from there. And uh, you know, moving forward, Jeff Hoffman was exactly what you wanted from him. You know, he was solid in the regular season, in the postseason. um, You know, I loved everything that Jeff Hoffman was able to bring to the Phillies. 2.41 ERA, 92 WHIP. uh, When you look at his performances. So Jeff Hoffman to me is a steady A minus and someone that I'm excited for to see what he looks like moving forward with the Phillies.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I gave him an A as well. You know, I think he, he pitched your way into being one of your two most reliable guys. Um, he kind of just answered the bell all year long. And I think Jeff Hoffman was awesome. He was, he had the the contract from Japan in his hand and he almost didn't even come here because Japan was offering him more money, but he bet on himself came here uh you know he's gonna be a free agent and you know he's probably played himself into that eight to eleven million dollar range for a relief pitcher uh and i feel fully comfortable giving john middleton's ten million dollars to jeff hoffman next year to be another part of this pen so I'm, I'm pretty content with an a i'm gonna
1: sound like a homer i'm gonna give him an a plus yeah.
0: First expectations. Of the expectations.
1: We talk about the expectation oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, word with Soto and those guys. He He's in those high leverage spots. A plus, baby.
2: How do you guys feel about going forward before we get to Tyler? Because MBD <laughs> just said, I don't know if I trust him moving forward. <laughs> he could be lightning in a bottle, but his stuff looked pretty nasty.
0: I feel like I've seen enough from him, especially in, you know, big situations where I, I have faith in Hoffman moving forward. I also have faith in the fact that I've got some proposals in the chat. Thank you, Eugene and MBD, for the compliments that I look like Lisa Leslie. <sighs> Tyler, I'll go to you all for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that, Jamie, you're willing to spend other people's money. Yeah, yeah. John we Middles love that. It. We I, love I, that. Really I've always John said, John go broke yeah. like running the
2: Phillies. <laughs> yeah. Please. Do, what spend what every do cent you got I don't care. <laughs> so
3: do you guys know, uh, have you ever seen in a workplace environment where you have a really good employee and the only thing the really good employee gets is more work and expectations and the really bad employee gets praised when they do something well? <laughs> Jeff Hoffman comes no. into B situation because we had No expectations for him. And because of that, I think his overall evaluation is, I'm agreeing with Phil and maybe this is a homer it's it's an A plus performance for me I expected nothing from Jeff Hoffman I expected innings eaten and he gave you so much more than that there's a 2.4 ERA uh, over the course of 54 uh, 54 appearances Um, and and he was a a guy that you ascended from like a sixth inning guy to a seventh inning guy to a setup guy to Mm -hmm. to the point where you guys were talking about it it, when you needed a right-handed arm he was it he was it it wasn't Sir Anthony Dominguez this year you had high expectations for him it wasn't Craig Kimbrell at at points Towards the end of the season, you had high expectations for him. Jeff Hoffman exceeded everything that we could have ever expected—a career high in WHIP, career high in strikeouts per walk. Um, when you ask, "Do you think it's repeatable?" I have no idea because I, relievers are fluid. Like I, I could not tell you. Like Jose Alvarado could suck next year. I don't think he does, but it's always possible sure, because it's, that's just how relievers work. Um, would I bet my money on bringing Jeff Hoffman back, or, or in in your case, Dave Dombrowski's money? I would. Yeah. And, and I think that he excelled. Uh, and exceeded every expectation i could have put in front of him a plus jeff Hoffman.
0: well you know who else will exceed expectation i it's almost hero took bread. that one that was I, and, I felt
2: the transition too oh
0: my gosh no yeah. way. we're here yeah. so hero bread is is great because they provide you with delicious nutritious options for bread tortillas rolls whatever sandwiches you're looking to make you can go over to hero bread and you can use the code um actually you shop now at, at hero.co use that code phly get 10 percent off and it's going to be fantastic. I tasted their tortillas as well as their bread. It's fluffy, fluffy. it's tasty, it's flavorful, and also high-fiber, ultra-low net carbs, zero grams sugar per slice, and allows you to eat well and eat healthy at the same time, which we love to do. So sliced bread, buns, tortillas, all available at Hero.co, as well as Amazon. And you can use that code PHLY to get 10% off. All right, let's get into As we're talking about heroes. We've got a hero in Jose. I love Jose Alvarado, but I still can't give him an A plus. Um, I'm gonna go with an A minus for Jose. I do think that Jose, 33 total batters faced in postseason, eight inherited runners scored. Jose had a lot that he really he was our steady closer reliever wherever you needed Jose. He plugged him in. He was fine. But unfortunately I still remember in the postseason, Jose, just some moments that were a little bit, a little bit off um, and and costly. So I can't go A plus because I'm no Miss Honey. And I definitely wasn't close to an A. But I think that one seven four ERA absolutely puts him into an A category and is one of my favorites to take the mound for the Phillies.
2: Yeah, I was real close to an A minus or an A minus, I should say. I went with a B plus just because I think there was Ooh. a little bit of ups and downs. Uh, another guy that dealt with a little bit of an injury this year. Uh, but I think he's your closer going forward. Um, uh, you know, I, I love Jose Alvarado. You know, the friendship bracelets. Uh, yeah. He's he's a clearly a good locker room guy. He's got nasty stuff.
0: He brings the tequila. Yeah. And Don Julio I, I, I want to be plus, but I, I
2: could be talked into an A-minus <laughs> a- easily. I uh, really like Jose Alvarado.
1: I'm giving him another Homer A+. (laughs) Nice. He's the guy that went from making me feel like heart attack Hector Nearest, to like, hey, I can go get a beer in the kitchen when he's in. Don't even have to watch. Lights out.
0: I like that. That's a good that's a good reasoning because you feel comfortable enough to go get a beer and you know what Jose is going to do. Tyler, are you that comfortable, too?
3: I've been comfortable with Jose Alvarado for for quite some time now. And, and, you know, I I see a lot of people in the chat that are saying, you know, he still makes you nervous when he goes out there because there is a a chance that at any point that command loses itself. But over the last couple of years, he's been basically since the um, demotion to the to the minors and being brought back up midway through last year, he's been the Phillies best reliever over the last two seasons, a 1-1-6 whip uh, for a guy with that small of a sample size in, in innings pitched is, is pretty darn impressive. Uh, almost fourteen strikeouts per nine, and the thing that it, that gives me the most um, joy out of watching Jose Alvarado pitch this year is he pitches with a purpose. He's that three five six uh, strikeout to walk ratio is his career best, but I don't even care about statistically speaking. When I look at him and I watch him, and he throws that cutter on the inner half, and he throws the sinker up at the hands yeah, or down at the feet, stuff. it's back like it's it's pitching with a purpose, right? And mm-hmm. Instead of him just throwing the cutter, he's throwing it off the back foot to get guys to break their bat and, and drive themselves into the ground. When he's throwing that high fastball, it's not just, I'm going to throw this as hard as I possibly can. There's purpose to those pitches. He's become a pitcher at the beginning of his career. He was a thrower Yeah, yeah. and he's become a pitcher over the course of the last two seasons. Specifically, he gets an a for me okay. um, strictly because the expectations for me were there and he meets them. Um, okay. But Renee, I do have to ask if you don't mind, do you have to have like a Bob Gibson type year to get an A plus? Like, what do, <laughs> what do you have to do to get an A plus in this game?
0: Well, it's very simple, Mrs. Turnbuckle. I could be here. easily bought, and no, I'm just kidding. Um, No, I just feel like no, an A plus for a whole year. That to me is like you're perfect, and 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 nobody was. Everybody had a drop off at some point. Everybody at some point and, – and unfortunately, what usually is the difference is when that drop-off happens. You're human. You're not going to be perfect throughout the entire season. You're going to have a bad day just like we have bad days at work also. I know, Tyler, we've talked about that. But I think it's the timing of it. It's you know the consistency of how you're able to work yourself through those ruts. So I'm not that bad. I just feel like an A-plus for an entire year – that's a lot of games we're talking about. It's hard to do. You know but I know –
2: You know what's an A-plus for an entire year, though, Renee? <laughs> Shady Rays. Uh, Because right now they're offering a great deal. Uh, All purchases of two or more polarized sunglasses can get for 50% off. Just buy them now and put them away for the holidays. I'm telling you, uh, you'll be thanking yourself come late December. Uh, Gear up for the season ahead with quality shades that are built to last. Our friends at Shady Raids have you covered with premium polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. I can't wait to get mine. I got the timber... Um polarized ones coming and I can't wait. My cousin's had them forever. He's been telling me about them. Uh, you know, damaged or lost, they'll replace them. No questions asked. They got the best deal going uh in retail. That's not all. Uh, you know, they have they're an independent sunglass company with an unrivaled product. Uh, and again, they will replace broken or lost. Sunglasses. If you lose or break a pair, even day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Shady Rays is also committed to making a difference in communities across the U.S. through their impact program, teaming up with nonprofits to help people live healthy, courageous lives through some of their most challenging times. Uh, Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out that amazing deal we just mentioned. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHLY for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people.
0: Well, as we wrap up, I'm I'm real real anxious to see what everybody gives this guy. This conversation about Craig Kimbrell could have been an entire hour long. I know you guys are saying, Barbara, I agree with you. An A-plus would have been winning the World Series. If Wheeler can't get an A-plus, nobody can, in my opinion. Um, Nope. Nobody Mm. can. Nobody was an A-plus because we're sitting here talking about the postseason or excuse me, recapping the season and the World Series is being played, so nobody gets an A plus for that reason alone. Tough, um, tough grader. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it's it's time. I think Liam is might be the only one that can get an A plus. Wow. He was consistent. He was steady. He was always there. The
2: Rizga. Um, <laughs> he's a vibe. But <laughs> he's a vibe. It's
0: time to finally get into Craig Kimbrell, guys. Ooh. It's time. We've been teetering around it. We've talked about everybody else in the bullpen. I don't even know who wants to go first. Please drop in the chat what you yes. are grading, I Craig Kimbrell.
1: C- you can throw Grays. me out to the wolves. All all I right, Bill, I'll let you go then. You're ready. Go ahead. You got this. Uh, I gave him a B plus. He was an all star. <gasps> he was an all star, and he's going to be tarnished by the blown playoff games and yep. things like that. But no um, doubt about that. It's not fair. He was in like seventy something games. Um, it's not his usage. He was cooked. It's not all on him. B plus. Mm-hmm. He's a Phillies all star. One of like what, two, three all stars?
0: Yeah, I'm a Nick. Well, uh,
2: do you want me to go or do you want to take, take it away? Go
0: ahead, Jamie. I feel like I, the I agree
2: up. with Phil a lot that uh, he was used too much. It was the second highest inning total of his career. He's getting older. Um, you know, I just don't think you can pitch him that many innings and expect him to be great all the time. Uh, I gave him a C plus. Uh, that's because I think for the first three or four months of the year, you could have made the case that he was the team MVP. Like he kept you in games. So because of that, like it was a bad, uh, you know, a couple months. So, uh, for the Phillies in general, and he was kind of one of the bright spots, uh, that many innings pitched, I think it's just a formula for disaster. Uh, a career high, he tied a career high. And what's everybody laughing at here? Did somebody say something funny? The, the chat
0: uh, is roasting. Yeah,
2: B+ You know, I think a C-plus is fair because of how good he was for a large part of the season. Uh, come the playoffs, I blame Rob Thompson almost more than I do Craig Kimbrell because I just don't know how you can pitch a guy at age, what, 34 or 35, the second most innings of his career, and expect great results all the time.
0: You guys are way too nice. All right, Mrs. Turnbuckle. You guys are way too nice. <laughs> Honey, I'm with you guys in the chat. We're here. All right, what do you got? Because I could not give him anything over C. In fact, I, I gave plus. him a D+. Plus, oh, uh, a D D+. And harsh. you know why? We talked about having being the, <laughs> one of the only all-stars on the team and carrying the team. What happens when we got to the postseason and Craig was needed more? Somebody called him Mr. Chicken Wing. I actually like that. It's kind of well, funny. Well, yeah, but Rob Thompson
2: should have known he was cooked.
0: He should have known he was cooked, but game three was also bad. It wasn't just game four. The and Atlanta series did play, was even nervous. He did play a lot of games. I agree with you on that. And a lot of innings pitched. Had a 326 ERA in the regular season, a 104 whip. Gets the postseason with that six ERA and a 183 whip. And he was awful in the postseason down the stretch when we needed him most. Five strikeouts, five walks, stolen bases. Gave up uh, four runs. He was horrifying to watch and so frustrating because everything we talked about in September when we said Craig Kimbrell needs to be more aware, needs to be aware of stolen bases, pitch clock, everything that we talked about was exactly what came back to bite Craig Kimbrell when it wor- hurt the most. Yeah. So I can't fault. stand it because also the fact Craig Kimbrell was had the audacity to say, I know I'm not great with the pitch clock. That's just how I pitch. That's just me summarizing. It's not exactly what he said word for word. No, he refused he, he, to even acknowledge it. He refused to change it. and acknowledge it and or change it. Or base runners. And then what does is, what is Corbin Carroll do? What does is, what is the Diamondbacks do? They're able to steal bases on him. So I'm frustrated with him, not just for his, okay, you want to say he was overused and had nothing and whatever excusable not because in 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 my grading rubric it's clutchness and when we needed you to be clutch craig you were terrible d plus and it could have been even worse that's me being kind all
2: right so we've gone from b plus to c plus to d plus
0: are you going f plus where where are you you at (laughs) i ask
2: you guys a question we've done this now for three days
3: (laughs) I, i i think i've done this fairly objectively over the last three days right like I've been pretty statistically driven I'll all that kind it. of stuff and 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 so I think that I've been pretty fair on these guys. Oh boy! With that being said, screw this dude. <laughs> and it's not even statistically, and it's not even like a stats thing, because like, yes, he was an all-star, and yes, he was good for a bulk of the season in 23 saves. Yeah, is but more. you can't discredit that. No, you can though. That, that's, that's in a sense. Let, let me get to it. <laughs> Sorry. Like the numbers are good. He was He was good for a bulk of the year. The, the The earned runs and home runs were high, right? Like, and and it was a career high. And I get that. Um, but. What bugs the hell out of me is exactly, Renee, what you just brought up. A refusal to change is a damnation to fail. Like, this guy refuses to take a look at the pitch clock. This guy refuses to change his cadence and take a second look at a runner. And you're right, Corbin Carroll ran all over him. And I partially blame that on JT, but I primarily blame that on Craig Kimbrell. This guy irked me to no end in the postseason. I blame Rob Thompson for his failures. I blame his his inability or unwillingness to to to, to change in big spots. This guy dro- drove me nuts in the second half of the year. Great first half. Thanks for being an all-star. See ya. Can't wait to what's, call you former Philly Craig Kimbrell. What's the grade? D. D, D plus. for... Uh, I, because he's an all-star and because the numbers statistically are solid, D plus. But my my heart, I'm going with my heart here and not my head. This guy, it, be gone, go away forever. Well, he
2: will be gone. You don't have to worry about him in the future. Uh, I thought I was pretty fair with the C plus, but apparently no. He wasn't good
0: because enough. go away, D for and Good luck, goodbye. Like, don't let the good, the yeah. door hit you where the good hey, Lord split you. you.
1: <laughs> if you remove those couple of appearances where he went back to back, what what grade would you give him? Still
0: a, plus. a D a D plus. <laughs> No, maybe a C minus.
1: Numbers again. Here's the numbers thing: good.
0: we're sitting we're sitting here talking about the 2023 right. season in big part because of Craig Kimbrell. Yes, Rob should not have put him in that position. I agree with you. It's not all his fault, but he's the one that's at the mound. And like Tyler was saying, we've talked about it before: the inability to look, the inability to be aware, the inability to make changes, frustrating, and a big reason why we are not in the World Series is Craig Kimbrel. That's why you are D plus. If you can give Garrett Stubbs an F for a comment, what? how can you not give Craig Kimbrel a D plus for what he actually did in I the gave game? He was C plus. He was really you, good. Jamie for literally a said Garrett Stubbs an F year. because he gave the Diamondbacks chalkboard material. Yeah, but you you're won't give a Craig Kimbrel. That Kimbrell doesn't
2: contribute to the game. You should keep your mouth shut.
0: He was actually in the game yeah. doing nothing deeper well, doing nothing deeper damn it why is he out there deeper see uh out of here so yeah let's uh we've got more grades of course we are running out of time here we are out of time here uh, we've got more grades coming up are we'll you continue the Greg Kimbrell
2: conversation tomorrow
0: <laughs> we will because i i just it's a
2: fascinating <laughs> one
0: it's interesting that you guys give him a C plus and a B. I'm 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 B plus at that. Oh I, my I think a C
2: plus is fair. I think there's a little recency bias in your two's grading. Emotional. It was a miss, honey.
1: He was cooked. I felt bad for him. It's yeah, like he was if getting thrown out there, getting rocked. <laughs> yeah. let's, 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 keep like, the, talking, let's keep
0: with the, the school metaphor. If you are great in the first and second marking period, and then the third and fourth marking period, you're awful and on your exams, you are terrible on your exams, you're not going to get a, a B or a C. You're probably getting a C minus D plus. <laughs> You can't be good for just half the season, especially when you're in the postseason stinking it up. So yeah, we've got more to get into because we're a little on different pages here, especially we'll with Craig Kimbrell. Kimbrell,
2: and we then we'll will... get into the outfield tomorrow.
0: Bingo, bingo. So more to come here on PHOY Philly's podcast for our guest, Phil nappin Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, you guys make you sure you check out me. Filthy in Philly on everything, especially Instagram and Facebook. You do a tremendous job with the content you're pumping out. You're five for five with all your content uh covering all the sports in philly all of them yeah i
1: appreciate it yeah it's been a it's been a long journey and uh, i'm looking forward to it
0: yes make sure you give filthy in philly a follow give us a follow as well so you can keep up to date because we've got more grades to hand out unfortunately because we are in the in in the off season now for the phillies thank you craig so more grades to give out more to talk about um who do we have next the outfield's going to be tomorrow and then we're going to get into coaching and management on friday as well as we wrap things up So make sure you're following. Stay tuned for more. Have a great rest of your day. Hopefully you're off to a great start to November and we'll see you guys next time.